Welcome to Daily Chumash Summaries. I wrote these summaries in memory of my beloved paternal grandfather, Usher Zelig Ben Meir Halevi Zichronali Racha, and recently I decided to put these into an audio format as well. If you'd like to be added to the email list so that you can receive these summaries in written format, please send me an email to itistaught at gmail.com, or else you can follow the link in the show notes of this episode uh, to be added directly. There's also an opportunity to sponsor an episode of this podcast, which you can do by visiting itistaught.com and then clicking on the link that says support this project. So if you have a, a loved one's yort site coming up or a birthday or for whatever other reason, if you'd like to uh, support me in the work that I do so I can continue doing this kind of work, please consider sponsoring an episode. And finally, if you enjoy this podcast, please consider checking out my other podcast, the It Is Taught podcast, where I focus on the daily Tanya portions in a way that is meant to be down to earth and relatable and accessible to all. And with all of that being said, let's get into today's Chumash portion. Parshas Tetzaveh, fourth Aliyah. In today's Aliyah, we're going to discuss the inauguration of the Kohanim. God says that a sacrifice must be made in order to sanctify the Kohanim in their role. The sacrifice should consist of the following. One young bull, which was to atone for the sin of the golden calf, which was a young bull, two rams, and 10 loaves, each of three different types of matzah, all made from fine flowers. The three varieties of matzah were, number one, scaled matzah bread which was made by first cooking its dough in boiling water until it was edible, and then baked a little, and then fried in oil, making it crispy. This had half a lug of oil in it. A lug is a biblical measurement uh, measuring around 0.3 liters. The second loaf were matzah loaves, made by mixing the dough with oil and then baking it. This had a quarter of a lug of oil in it. And then third, the third loaf was matzah wafers. These were baked without any oil, similar to the matzahs we eat nowadays, but anointed with a half a lug of oil after being baked. The anointing was made in the shape of the Greek letter chi. So this Greek letter chi, just as a note, um, it's unclear if you Google it, it will come up as like sort of like an X kind of letter, uh, but there's dispute as to what this letter was exactly. And it's unclear as to what Rashi's opinion was in this regard. And other commentaries that you can look up have a lot of different opinions about this. So now going back to the uh, inauguration. So on the day that the Mishkan is made, all of the items for this, this sacrifice should be brought to the courtyard. The inauguration of the Kohanim would then begin and take place following these steps. So now we're going to go through the steps involved in the inauguration of the Kohanim. The first step was the immersion in the mikveh. So Aaron and his sons should be brought to the entrance of the Oel Moed and immerse their entire bodies in water. Next step, the clothing. Aaron should be clothed in all of the garments made for the Kohen Gadol. Uh, so we spoke about what these garments were in previous uh, aliyahs, but we'll delineate them quickly here now as well in no particular order. So these eight gar- garments of the Kohen Gadol are, first of all, one, the michnasaim, the pants, two, kutonet, tunic, three, me'il, robe, four, ephod, apron, which is an apron, 
Five, Choshen, which was a breastplate. Six, Avnet, which was a sash. Seven, Mitznefet, which was a turban. And eight, Tzitz, which was a crown. So the Kohen Gadol, which in this case was Aaron, had to be clothed in all of these garments. Moshe is then to anoint Aaron by pouring oil on his head and between his eyebrows and bringing this oil together with his fingers. Then Aaron's sons should be clothed in all of the garments which were made for them by thus establishing their eternal priestly authority. Okay, now the next step in the inauguration involved a bull. So remember we mentioned that a special sacrifice had to be made uh, in honor of this inauguration of the Kohanim. So uh, one of the things that had to be brought was a bull. So th this bull should be brought up now in front of the Ohel Moed, and Aaron and his son should place their hands on its head. Then, in the courtyard of the Mishkan, this bull should be slaughtered, and using their fingers, some of its blood should be placed on the horns of the altar, and the remaining blood spilled into the protruding band near the base of the altar that was situated one cubit above the ground. Now, certain portions of the bull are to be burnt on the altar, namely the membrane of the bull's rumen, which is its first stomach, the diaphragm, apart from the liver, and the two kidneys with their fat, all of these should be burnt on the altar. Its flesh, hide, and dung, however, should be burnt on the outer altar outside of the camp as a sin offering. So just something interesting to note here is that um, this a sin offering being, being burned like this on the outer altar outside of the camp is a pretty big exception. So other than the sin offerings which were involved in this inauguration of the Kohanim, no sin offerings were burnt outside the camp like this. They were usually eaten by the Kohanim. So we'll see later when we get to the eighth day of this uh, inauguration ceremony that there was also a calf that was sacrificed by Aaron that was also burnt in its entirety on the outer altar outside the camp like we had here with the bull but again this is an exception and usually um, sin offerings were not burnt um, outside the camp they were usually eaten by the Kohanim as I mentioned another thing to mention about sin offerings is that they required that the blood be applied with a finger and sprinkled on the horn of the altar, as it is the type of sacrifice whereby the Kohanim ascend the altar and sprinkle the blood from there. Other sacri sacrifices, by contrast, required neither of these, as the Kohanim sprinkled their blood from the ground, thus only on the lower part of the altar. So uh, the sin offerings, it would they'd sprinkle it from on top, and so then it would get, you know, higher up on the altar versus other types of uh, sacrifices were just in the lower part of the altar. The blood would only reach the lower part of the altar because that's what the Kohani would sprinkle their blood from the ground. Okay, and then now, so we spoke about the bull. Now we're going to talk about the ram, another part of the sacrifice that was involved in the inauguration of the Kohanim. So Aaron and his son should place their hands on the ram's head and then the ram should be slaughtered. Moshe would then take the blood in a vessel and sprinkle it on two diagonal sides of the altar so it would be visible from any side. The ram should be chopped up and its innards and feet should be washed. Then all of this together with its head should be placed together and burnt up on the altar as a burnt offering. And then our Aliyah concludes by telling us that this will satisfy God as he willed it that this sacrifice be made. So that's the end of today's Aliyah, and tomorrow we will continue in our discussion of the inauguration of the Kohanim, so stay tuned for that. 
Thanks for listening to my Chumash Summaries podcast. If you liked this podcast, please consider subscribing on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And please consider also checking out my daily Tanya podcast, the It Is Taught podcast. Uh, it's also found on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or any feedback or comments or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me at it is taught at gmail.com.